All right, my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you're listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. We're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 and Truce in Kansas City, Missouri. This week on the show, we have Sean Crowley. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Aaron? I'm, I couldn't be better. Good, good. I mean, you, you, you can always be better, but I couldn't be better. <laughs> then I worry about your limits of how good you can be. Uh, who's, who's to say, Ruth? <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what, what do you, man, it's, uh, it's, I, f- I feel like it's overdue that you be on the show. You're, you're, well, uh, you're, you're a busy guy, so. Thank you. No, and I appreciate you having me. It's, uh, I've been wanting to come talk to you for a while, so this is good. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get some, some hot takes off at, at some point. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> no, I gotta warm up a little bit. I'm not, I'm not used to this whole mic th- situation, no, so. You'll, you'll get there. I will. Uh, but yeah, if anyone is not familiar with um, what you do, you play in Mama's Boy. Yeah, it's a rock band from Kansas City, Missouri. A rock band. A rock band. Hell yeah. Do, do you do you not often refer to yourselves no, as a rock band? That's just probably the most accurate because I think the genre of rock has gotten too many titles to it. So it's that's yeah. No, that's good. Mm. Thank you. In, indie pop psych. Surf, yeah, rock, like, like it, dear just, Lord, yeah, it's a rock band. It's bro. exhausting sometimes to figure out exactly what genre you really are. But uh, also, if you really are one genre, I don't think you're doing it right, in my opinion. So mm. uh, it's fun to do other stuff. But not saying that Mama's Boy like goes all over the charts. But uh, but yeah, we're a rock uh, band. Yeah, ver- variety, uh, the spice of life, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're actually trying to probably be a little less rocky, so uh, that we're taking some different vibes these days. You'll be, be a, I'll call you a pop band next time. Yeah, we're relaxing. Here. Maybe even an R and B band Ooh. if we're lucky. In the in the in the sense of uh, British R and B, or I didn't even know there was a sense of British R and B. I don't. Know. No, that, that's what they were call. <laughs> that's what they were calling like the Rolling Stones and a lot of early like British oh, rock bands. No, that's what like, I dig for real. Because it is like rhythm and blues before like I think the term rock was really popularized in the mainstream. I might be wrong, but I'll, I believe it. I took a history class once on that stuff, and I don't. I don't know. And look where you are now. Yeah, I'm here. But yeah, no, that's that's so I've been doing that and uh Yeah, when when did uh Mama's Boy first start? Uh I think maybe four years ago. And uh but we've been with this lineup for gosh, I don't I actually have no idea if my timeline's right. Like two and a half years with uh me and it's me and Quinn Hernandez and Peter Beatty and Jared Bechkowski. Uh but yeah, so it's been going for a while now. Mm-hmm. And I guess I never have really talked to you about, like, what what is, like, the songwriting process really like between the four of you guys? Like, who who's kind of handling what aspects of it? Uh, it's, well... You're, you're playing guitar and singing on a lot of songs? Yeah, or? and that's where we do mix it up. We have, so we have, like, if you, basically, if you, if you wrote the song, you're, you're probably singing it. So we, me and Jared and Peter actually all like basically sing whatever songs we write. And we try to, once we started realizing that that was going to be a thing, because when we started, it was really just me and Peter had some songs and we wanted to play them and we didn't want to make the other person, we didn't want to choose a lead singer because we were in a previous band where we had a lead singer and we all kind of wanted to start writing our own music and use one outlet for it. And that's what 
really made it, pushed us to start Mama's Boy. Um, Was that with Rev Gusto? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So me and Peter and Quinn were all in that group. And and then now it's turned into a a steady rotation of uh, us giving each other turns of like, hey, do you have anything to bring to the table? And then we kind of like usually just have an outline and go from there. Jared uh, has kind of amplified that because he uh, comes from a little bit different writing perspective than what me and Peter and Quinn kind of got used to uh, being in Rev. And uh, it's it was good for us because it's a little bit more like paying attention to little details. And I think we've always kind of needed that. So. Mm. No, yeah, I always do kind of like it is interesting hearing about like when bands will have kind of a more democratic approach to the songwriting and yeah. performing and others like are like definitely like they work because sometimes it is like one person kind of like yeah. calling the shots. No, and I I think there's both there's ways to do both right, I think. And uh I don't know, it's always felt good doing it this way with Mama's Boy, so but, but yeah, no. Had you all first met, like, playing in Rev Gusto, or had you known each other previously? Uh, Well, me and Quinn and Peter all went to high school together. Mm. So uh, me and Peter were in the same grade and played in band. We all played in high school band together. And then... uh, What were you playing in high school band? What did I play? Yeah. Uh, Well, there was eight... So the first year of high... My freshman year of high school was the first year my high school had a band department. So there was eight guitar players, eight drummers, and, like, three horns. Mm. And so I switched from guitar to trumpet. And, uh, yeah, because there's just too many guitar players. But Can we expect some trumpet on the next Mama's Boy release? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Uh, I don't like playing it. It's not a fun instrument to necessarily play. Uh, there is a, we did a track uh, in our attic called Asleep on the Floor last, last year. Is that last year? Maybe it was this year. Um, and it did feature, I did pull the trumpet out for the outro of it, nice. and I was exhausted by the last track of that. So um, I don't really play trumpet. I just know how one goes about playing trumpet, so uh, I guess. Mm. But but yeah, so we, me, and, me and Peter and Quinn have now known each other for over like 10 years, so it's been a good run. Oh, yeah, and you think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure at this point the, the chemistry for... And just playing together is probably it's easy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And it's same with Jared. Even though he's, we've really we didn't know Jared before he joined the band. And uh, Dream Girl actually uh, recommended we try him out, and he's just been an ideal fit in like every way, like musically and personality wise, which is we were really worried about. So because we all know each other for so long, but uh, that's that's been a really cool thing. So, but. And he kind of like made us want to do it a little bit more legit. This because we were just kind of playing like random three piece nights at replay and like kind of just doing it whenever we felt like it. And he's like, "No, let's do it." And we we're like, "Heck yeah!" Mm-hmm. So no, I remember like I don't even know. Like I think I just ran into you at one point like a year or so ago. And you're, I was like, oh, dude, what are you up to? And you're like, oh, yeah, we just, it's, it's weird. We just got the band credit card. We got the, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, no, that's, uh, we got really official with it. We bought a van, you know, like mm. we paid monthly payments on a band van and we've been able to go to like 25 cities that we've never played at in the last two years now. And like, I don't know, 
it feels good to have it be a little bit more legit because uh it's just a lot more transparent like you know what's going on with everything there's no like gray area of like i don't know we actually do treat the band as a business at a lot of points because uh, you know that's the only way you can really like make it a thing technically uh, but yeah so that's yeah the, it was cool to have a mama's boy i'd actually am about to get a man of records one because mm. i just got that set up so i have all these credit cards and bank cards and all that stuff um, identity thieves. If you need to reach <laughs> Sean, um, hit me up. I know yeah. where to find him. Apparently, actually, Peter is master of coin now okay. in Mama's Boy. We've the, officially the changed hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's been good. He's taken over that responsibility. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, when so you, you're already playing guitar by the time you get to high school and you're you have the the high school band and everything. But yeah. when when did you first really uh, pick up playing music? Uh, when I was a freshman in high school is when I started like taking guitar lessons and that's when I was like 13 or 14 is when I started doing anything musical, but senior year of high school was when me and Peter joined Rev Gusto and that's when the whole like band thing became a thing. Yeah. So had you not really had much experience like in the music scene until that point really? With, like, yes, yeah, my only experience was every Saturday my dad would take me to Knuckleheads, to, and we would I would go do, like, a blues jam with a bunch of random old guys every Saturday. But, I mean, that's, like, that probably taught me more than a lot of things could because of uh, just, like, play, being able to go and play with anybody is a good skill to have. Yeah. So uh, that was fun. Oh. To to be to be a knucklehead's dad that that sounds <laughs> that sounds great too. Oh yeah, that's uh, it's a perfect spot for dads. Any dads, go take your aspiring thirteen year old son that wants to be the next Stevie Ray Vaughan there, and you both will have a great time. So oh yeah, that's like, <laughs> it, yeah, just like I mean, people like you know people who are, like are you know parents or like that age like they they you know. No matter what, they'll like enjoy seeing a kid play oh, yeah. like blues and rock music and stuff. So yeah, can't can't really go wrong. You'll <laughs> no, they're very, they are. It was cool because they were all super supportive back then. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So that's like now when I go back, I'm like 24, and I'm like, they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, still playing music, and they're like, "Good," but I just I don't make it down there as much as I honestly would like to. But. uh I don't really play blues anymore, hmm. but it's still just like fun, you know. So you'll have to get a, a mama's boy uh, knuckleheads gig at some point, right? Oh, dude, we did once. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we did a jam. No, that was Rev Gusto. That, but it was so funny because we did two songs that were just not blues, and it was awkward. So <laughs> nice. What, yeah. what what stage did you play on? I've played on both. Yeah. Oh, I guess I have no. no it's just I've never been in I've never done the garage mm. but uh I love that garage it's sweet oh yeah like it like as as like you know kind of isolated as the area is like mm-hmm. once you're there like you're like wow there are like five stages and oh, there's a lot of stuff going on I so. think he's Frank from there's really got a lot like best kept secret and probably one of the best venues in Kansas City if oh, yeah. not top notch like unique best venue but being a little biased there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe maybe when I'm just, like, completely burnt out on, like, 
the local music scene <laughs> or whatever. Like, in, I'm in my 30s, 40s, 50s, whenever that happens. You're going to be burned I'll out just, by 30? Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> I don't know. At this rate, no. <laughs> no, but I'm like, I'm like that's, that's like a good, like, low-pressure hangout. Oh, yeah. Still seeing music. Hide in the chilling, back. Yeah. Smoke a cigarette. Well, you uh, know, you yeah, know, we, we discussed we this. Just <laughs> about that. Uh, but yeah. no, yeah, just seems like a good hang. That's where I'll end up for sure. <laughs> where, where midtown rockers go to retire. Yeah, <laughs> circle of life. I, I'm down with that. Uh, but yeah, um, so Mama's Boy did release its first EP like a couple years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did Liquid Courage back, and I think early 2017 uh and then we kind of just done some like single series stuff since then mm. but uh, but yeah oh yeah what what kind of like what would you say like most inspired like the work that you guys did on the first EP and like what kind of was the path towards releasing that uh i think the first EP was a little right now it feels like a long time ago and it feels like uh us trying to write songs for the first time almost in a way because uh, it's all it's basically it's a lot of just like three chord songs rock and roll not like too overthought of of music uh, and it was our first time really doing it on our own so that that was kind of like we didn't have an idea and we had Quinn's brother play bass for a few tracks and then we met Jared in the middle of that so it was kind of like a transition uh but then after that, we started writing like as that group with Jared, and it, I think you can hear the difference uh, with that. But af- at the, with the music we put out after the EP, but yeah, no, that EP's got a nice place in my heart. So how how would you describe like the evolution like musically that's happened between like, the EP and like where you're at now with the singles and everything? Um, I think we've definitely kind of thought more we were definitely more just like garage rock e type stuff and like the surf rock was definitely stuff we were going for with that first ep and now we definitely have a little bit different taste and that's where i feel like we're maturing a little bit with like knowing what we want to sound like and what sounds to use and like uh i don't know our taste and music maybe changing too that's where i said the r&b thing earlier but like there is a lot more like we like to groove a little bit more than we like to rock now, if that makes sense. But I, I know all about rocking and, and grooving. Oh so. man, okay, <laughs> came to the right place. That's yes. good. That's what that's what we're all about here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's uh, well, and we just put out a new song where I think that's really uh, a sign of the direction we're taking moving forward with writing too. Uh, it's called Sugar, but uh, it's very glossy. And reverb, not reverbed. Glossy is a better term. Mm. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's out on streaming services? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Finally, it's up on Spotify. Uh, they like to give us as much, much trouble as they can on all uh, things we've ever tried to upload to the internet. So it, it is up there now, though. So Sweet. Yeah. And um, and what was that like an official Manor Records release? Yeah, that's... That's kind of the deal these days is and unless something kind of else comes. Yeah. yeah. They're but Manor Records really doesn't like sign bands uh as much as just like works with bands and uh 
as I'm in both, it will kind of be that way unless something better comes along ever. Um, or if Mama's Boy decides to do a release with somebody else, which, you know, we can. So, uh, but yeah, that was, it's not really leading up to anything either. Uh, it's just, it was kind of like just a single release. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, tell me about when, like, Mana Records really got its start. Because, okay, so I guess maybe a little backstory that takes care of Manor Records and Manor Fest. Mm-hmm. You were living in what was called the Shawnee Manor a few years ago. Yes. And that was like kind of a house venue out in Shawnee. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give me give me the, the official Shawnee Manor story. <laughs> uh, well, uh, basically Rev Gusto, we all moved in there when we were like old enough to move out of our parents' house. And we turned it into a, a venue in the basement, and uh, we were able to do some cool stuff. Like we had a few national acts come through. My favorite is Heinz. That's they were that was like the coolest experience in my life. Uh, and it just became a place where like I made a lot of very close friends. I feel like, and it also like they're friends that I'm still friends with now in the music scene. And it and it gave me some experiences that I think we all really enjoyed. Um, and yeah, we just did some crazy stuff. Like we had Manifest One and Two there, which is why this is Manifest Three. Uh, we did ten bands in one night in the basement, and then we did twenty bands in two nights the second year. So, cops never came. It's dope. So, oh yeah, I think yeah. yeah, it was kind of secluded enough to yeah, it was be good for that. Good old Johnson County. Who would have thought? That's, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, and then we sadly had to move out due to the mice and mold festations. So, mm. uh, you know, that happens with a house show place. But uh, and then I wanted to keep doing things. So I thought, what else to do it under? But what I already started kind of making a little bit of a, a name of with the Shawnee Manor and I'm not Shawnee. So yeah. take yeah. away the manor. Yeah. What, what were some <laughs> of the, the bands that played the first two years of the fest and Oh, uh, so now I, you had like Arc Flash, Arc Flash, year, yeah, and oh yeah, you 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 were there to yeah, shoot that night, yeah, yeah, and I think Black Flannel, too. Black Flannel, yeah. I really enjoyed that, yeah. Uh, I wish that was still happening on the regular because I thoroughly enjoy that group. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. Some, I mean, Shy Boys played last year, or last year, last time. Uh, first year I was supposed to have your friend play, but that's where it was. I learned a little, little bit that night, and uh, it was so late that it was just rough, and we had some PA malfunctions, so she didn't actually get to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some throwbacks, like Spirit is a Spirit was in there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we've had, what's that one band? Oh, I mean, they did, I'm pretty sure Full Bloods, uh, Psychic Heat was there a couple times. But yeah, I, I don't know. And then you have the ones that did like every year, and which were like uh, the Wild Type, Scruffy, Tuffies, and Dream Girl. You know, so they're kind of like the core of people that always supported that. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Okay, and I guess you could tell me about um, what what was the first like formal Mana Records release? Uh, the, I like to think of it. We did a cassette. Uh, under Indigo Sun Records, which is uh, now dissolved into Manor Records, which is who we did our cassettes through at the beginning. And since I had 
the Shawnee Manor, I didn't know I was going to do the record label stuff, but we put out a live cassette of Tuffy's Psychic Key and Mama's Boy in the basement, and it was really cool, and there was, like, 50 of them. Um, and then I did a, a bunch of, like, practice. The first, I think, technical, like, thing I knew was Manor was the Liquid Courage cassette. Uh, but the first thing to actually have the logo on it was the Dead Summer Singles uh, Mama's Boy release. So Sweet. Yeah. And, um, no, yeah, I did want to, I, I guess I did want to kind of just have your notes on a few of the, uh, the, well, the, the other two or three, uh, Manor Records releases. So yeah. there is the, uh, live for Moxa tape that is, a live split between Chloe Jacobson, Rachel Sion, and, uh, Mason Blaze that you released earlier this year. Yeah. No, yeah, tell me about kind of that night and how the, the tape came out of it. I thought it was really cool uh, to be able to, like, well, and I, I just am starting to realize that, like, with doing a lot of, like, booking around town that I can use it as an avenue to raise money for causes that are in need. Uh, and so I met with Rachel Mallon back then about uh, what we should do because uh, I think it was around the time that, there was that whole thing with uh, the guy who's now in the Supreme Court or whatever. Uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, it was it was around like when that whole thing was going on, and Rachel was like, "This seems super relevant for us to be able to help something." And I was like, "Perfect." And uh, I kind of late had the idea to like, "Oh, we could do a, a cassette plus the show to try to get double the funds." And I did it at Blip Roasters, which is an awesome like space to do an acoustic show. Um, and they were awesome hosts, but so we live recorded it because we didn't have any, none of those other than Chloe, I think had like official recorded tracks out. I know Rachel has some demos and like stuff so that she records on SoundCloud, I think, mm-hmm. but, uh, it kind of put those like a couple birds with one stone because I was able to put out music for some really like strong, uh, artists that don't have an actual release yet. It was able to put that online plus raise money at the event plus raise money from sales of the cassette. So that was just a really cool thing. And that kind of opened my eyes to that. We're going to regularly do things like this and do a couple throughout the year. Cause why not? So. Oh yeah. And they're, yeah. All three of them are just really awesome yeah. songwriters. Uh, and they're, singers and... they're awesome. Yeah. Very good. Sorry. Oh yeah. And, um, Oh man, I'd mentioned one other manner release. I feel like when we were talking earlier, but uh, is, we did Pale Tongue. So, oh yeah, you had the the Pale Tongue uh, EP, first EP. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Carlos. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really didn't do like yes, I put out the cassettes, but also like working with Carlos is great because he is somebody that takes care of his end of things very well. And it was communicative, and it was my first time doing a release, a cassette release that wasn't a band I was in. So that was a, we kind of went into this as an experiment together. Um, and they did really good. And the, and I think it's a it's an awesome record. Like, I fully, that's like, that was a band that I saw as like, okay, they've been playing around town now, and are like, I enjoy their live show a lot. I was like, why don't they have anything physical out? And I just kind of opened a door. <laughs> Bless you, child. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then like I feel like once that door was kind of open when that release came out, Pale Tongue really is like 
hit the scene in a good way. And that's, that's all on Carlos. You know what I mean? That's where I just was able to make it physical for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, more from them soon, I hope, too. Oh, yeah. From what and, I hear. Yeah, and Carlos has guested on the podcast, so if anyone uh, wants to go check that out, it was a very fun episode. It's entertaining. Sean has listened to it. <laughs> and um, no, and just, like, I have only seen them once or twice at this point, but, like, I, one of the times I did see them was playing uh, with Dumb at Sister Anne's, and that was, like, the day after they got back from doing South by oh, Southwest. Oh, right, yeah. And... Like, I could like they were just honed in, and yep. like I think I I think the EP is like fifteen or twenty minutes, mm-hmm. but like they played the whole EP and like probably shaved a few minutes off it just because <laughs> they were just going at it, and it was like super fun to watch. Ho- hopefully, they just weren't like too miserable after yeah <laughs> coming no. home. But I think then they yeah. find they've been hitting the road now, and that's like yeah. I think that what you said though, like the road really makes you solid you know and and that we went on that run with them down to south by and it was like they exploded down there they played like six or seven shows at south by like once we actually got down to austin and they picked that up like day of yeah they told me that they were like kind of like they wandered into some bar and they're like oh yeah can we play here cool yeah 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 i'm like that's awesome so no props to those guys they're good people oh yeah and um yeah so i guess this would be a good point to uh, kind of uh, drop as much detail on so manifest is the third third edition is yeah, happening this it's year. Happening. Uh, what are the dates? Um, okay, it's going to be uh, August first through third, and that's a Thursday through Saturday, um, and it's going to like feature three different sections of Kansas City throughout. Uh, first nights in Westport, second nights in the West Bottoms, and the third night is in Crossroads. Um, yeah, what, what venues do we have? Oh, yeah. So, uh, night one is the Westport, and this is on August 1st. It'll be, uh, it'll start at Mills, uh, Mills Record Company. Um, that'll be kind of the, uh, all the first stages are going to be free in all ages because that's where people are going to be able to, uh, pick up their pre sale ticket and kind of do their will call for, uh, the, the three day passes that we're selling. Um, and also, we're, we're doing, like, some zine stuff, so we'll have, like, a map for that. And that's kind of all going to be stationed at the first venue. But So it's going to start at Mills, uh, and then we're going to go over to the Right Room Patio, and and then we're going to go to uh, Mini Bar. And I guess uh, bands for this will be... Uh, whew, going through my memory here. Got the list in my head. You can grab your notes if you No, if I got... You I, trust me, this is ingrained at this point. Uh Okay, so it'll it'll be Mason Blaze, uh, Big Fat Cat, which is actually Rachel Sion's uh, full band, and then LK Ultra at Mills, and then we will move to the right room, which we will have uh, Crystal and Shady Bug from St. Louis, and then uh, the Wild Type, and then we will end the night at Mini Bar with uh, Prude Boys, uh, which I believe are from Detroit, uh, the Caves from Wichita. Mouton from Arkansas, and then Mama's Boy. Uh, and then we'll do night two is West Bottoms, and it's going to start at Blip Roasters. Um, and we're going to have uh, Face Face and Buckle Up Baby from Springfield, and then Mildcats play that stage. And then uh, we will move over to Hickory Union Moto, which 
I just I enjoy that place. Is it gonna be out in the the yard there, like kind of on that little trailer stage, or is that inside? Do you know? I hope I hope it's outside, but I I don't know for sure yet. Uh, I think a lot of things. I'm with the weather we're having now. I'm super rain like scared. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like inside's fine. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, to interrupt. No, you're good. Uh, but that hickory stage is gonna be uh. Uh, Scruffy and the Janitors, uh, the Golden Fleece, which are from Indiana, uh, and then Drugs and Addicts and the Sluts, and then uh, we're gonna go over to a house show, which is uh, uh, a buddy uh, you know Ryan Ryan Lee Tom's I think from Home oh, so. and Face Face. Well, he's he has a cool little spot over there called Doghouse. Okay, and, yeah, I know about Doghouse. Okay, cool. That's a uh, and. You know, I, I thought it was really fitting to have a house show be a part of the fest. Um, so I'm not going to tell anybody where it's at at first. In the spirit of the, the Shawnee Manor. Yeah, exactly. I, I wish that I could, had my own place to do something like that at, but Ryan's opening his doors, which is awesome. Uh, we're going to have Bambies from Arkansas, uh, Pale Tongue that we talked about, the Flems from Arkansas, and then Big Water play that. Um, and then the final day is in Crossroads. And it'll be the first stage will be at um, Messenger, or not Messenger, uh, Stray Cat Film Center. Uh, and it'll feature uh, R.I. Peter. And then. Which is Peter from uh, Mama's Boy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, he's got some music coming out. Stay tuned for that. But. Uh, and then Charlotte Bumgarner from Tulsa. And then uh, Forrest Porridge uh, from Denver. And then. Uh, oh my gosh, Chloe Jacobson! Yeah. I literally just met with to, her to be the one person Sean forgets. <laughs> That's of course. Lineup. I love you, Chloe. Uh, and then, okay, from Stray Cat, we go to Brewery Imperial, which has been awesome about this whole event. Um, and we will have uh, Tuffies. We will have Chase the Horseman. Uh, we will have No Magic, and we will have uh, Dylan Piles on that stage. Uh, and then we will end at, I guess not end, but then we move to Record Bar, and it will be uh, Dream Girl with uh, Paul Cherry and Shy Boys. And then after that, there's actually an after party at Brewery Imperial that everybody's like, we'll have a DJ set up and stuff. So uh, DJ Strange uh, Magic. So that's my, my good buddy that'll, Rob. Sorry. I'll be very excited. Quite the weekend. Yeah, so. it's also on my birthday. So August 3rd is my birthday. So okay. I'm very, like, I'm just throwing one big party for my birthday. And I. Yeah, you, you kind of have to throw it for yourself sometimes, you know? I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> as you get older, people stop caring. <laughs> and this is what it's become. So. No, yeah, my, my first shuttlecock show was just like. I was like, I'll do it on my birthday. And I just asked all my favorite local bands. There you go. That was the, were, were you at Mills at that point? I think was, I was. Yeah. I actually, I think I remember this now that you say that. No, yeah, it was, and it was Aaron Alexander, Eric Griffin, like three of like Bennett and Jack's punk bands. No, I think Schwartzweather played. And Youth Pool. Oh, no. Okay. It was that show. Okay. Yeah. You also are who show, showed me Schwartzweather. You introduced me to Pat and everybody. Did I? Yeah, you totally did. You booked it. I think so. I don't know. Or maybe we were both just at that show at Mills. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember leaning, talking to you at, I don't know, at all messages together after working uh, there that long. Ooh, four years ago. Ooh, yeah, time. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not, not very possible. No, yeah. So what, 
what made you guys like want to take the approach of um, having you know the different like kind of venue hopping and doing a different part of town each night? Um, I guess I feel like I've thought about how to do this for a while, and a lot of it is I want to make each day like at least semi walkable um, because I think having to go get in a car to go to a different venue is not something I look forward to at a festival. Um, and, and I think part of it too, like a lot of these places are untraditional venues and I wanted to kind of like showcase, uh, cool parts of Kansas city that might not be fully exposed. Like, uh, blip for example, is one of my favorite places to go get coffee, but also they are cool enough people and like support music that they're okay with having events there every once in a while. And like Hickory Union does live music every first Friday and which actually just kind of lines up on this one to be the same thing. But, uh, and they've been trying to like be a part of this scene and it's like, let's, let's get that going. You know what I mean? Uh, so, and, and then I, I've done a lot of work in the West bottoms lately. And so that's kind of made that something that I wanted to kind of showcase cause that's an up and coming area. Um, but yeah, there wasn't too much thought on that, I think, other than just like semi keep it contract to a certain location. Hmm. So yeah. Yeah, and um I don't know what so you, you say you, you like hopefully wanna just continue to build it out over the years and like where 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 do you wanna see the fest like a couple years down the line? Uh I'd like to I'd like to just keep doing it first it's doing you know what i mean also like hopefully this year it goes well uh but uh i definitely think this is something i'll try to do regularly now um i think that was always a goal of mine but definitely bigger uh and not always the same i think is something that i would i think i would like to try to do like uh also include bridging the gap between lawrence and kansas city a little bit like, I really, really wanted to have a night in Lawrence and a night here, but it, I heard some complaints about, like, how that could lay out. And so it's almost like, I don't know. And Lawrence does have uh, some great festivals of their own. Uh, so it's like they they got that, you know what I mean? But it, I just would like to – there's so much good music in Lawrence, and, and, and I think that bringing that to light in Kansas City and vice versa is, is very important. Mm. But – no, oh, yeah, it's like there. Some sometimes the the two towns need a bit of a nudge to like work on something together. Yeah, so. yeah, and I, it's been that's what's been nice, honestly, about working with Carlos too, is because he's kind of got me seeing a lot of like the dudes from Lawrence and like talking to those people. And I, I wish they lived five minutes away instead of forty five minutes away, type thing. But uh, but I don't know. There's definitely like we're all here. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter which place you're at type thing but but yeah so that's kind of where I'm at with that I don't know I I definitely see this as like once a year and then keep doing releases of and keep doing fundraiser events and those are my three main concerns I think so moving forward at least yeah yeah um yeah is there anything like with the the fest that you just want people to know about or anything we didn't really touch on with it um i guess i should say i should say uh so tickets will be available if you 
if you want to buy the three-day pass, tickets will be available July 1st on my, my website, manorrecords.com. Um, you also will have the availability to go to each stage individually because some stages are 18 and up, some stages are 21 and up. So it'll kind of be per the kind venue. of go a la carte if you yeah you that's that's a good way to put that thank you uh but yeah so that's why so the 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 lineup is announced but the uh the tickets won't be available until the first of july so um but yeah also that'll all be on the internet so. okay and, and you and you guys are bringing in a bunch of sponsors for the fest i i will have some involvement you'll have a hand will, in it yes yeah. and i think it's important that we team up like that you know what i mean uh i think uh i'm trying to include a couple out-of-town sponsors that do a lot of good work for even some of our local musicians just to kind of shine a light on them but uh, I'm, I'm keeping a lot of them <coughs> based here you know what i mean uh i think i've i have officially announced that Oddity, oddities is going to be a part of it like struggle pretty is uh uh my friend rebecca that book shows at the rhino you know and it's just like people that are and I think Oddities... Oh, yeah, yeah you said Oddities. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so Melted magazine? Mel- yeah, and they're from D.C., and I'm actually putting together a little fundraiser for their second print issue because she just, like, does all this stuff on her own and is out there, like, sub- having... It's, like, all film, and it and she just, like, puts a lot of her heart and soul into it, and I just, like, notice, and I hope that, like, people notice that I'm trying to do the same, but it's also, like, if I can put on an event here to help her then why not? And, and it, she's helping me back with doing promotion for the fest. So it's like, that's kind of just the atmosphere I would like to bring to the table on all this stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of good old Lincoln and building and a lot of emails. collaborating and yeah. community and emails. Yeah. A lot of emails. I, I, I don't know what I would do without like, without the internet, it would be like mail letters to each other yeah, about who, this stuff. Who was the time we... for that? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so that's, yeah, and I, I'm excited to have you a part of it, oh, of so that'll be cool. Um, oh, I'm excited to see it happening. It's It's been been long discussed. Yeah, I have been talking about this for a long time, I feel like, so uh, kind of just happy that it's happening at this point. So, Plus, I think there's a lot of good music that people may not know about or do know about, and I hope they like it, because so, mm. I do, so... No, I, I hate to make you play favorites, but you, so you don't you don't have to. But okay. are, is there one one or two acts that you're most excited to see with, at the the fest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I love all the locals. You all get equal love. I'll I'll just start that there. Mm. I'll do this with. Uh, I mean, I'm very exci- excited that Paul Cherry is coming down from Chicago because mm. he's somebody I listen to a lot and like enjoys music. Um, the Flems from Arkansas are one of the most badass groups I've ever seen. And Avery is probably like the strongest front woman there. I'm, I, I think you, if you have not seen them, you, I think you'll get along with them. Uh, and also I really like Buckle Up Baby, but that's where I, all these people have become my friends from like back to like the mama's boy stuff going out of town to 20 or 30 cities in the last year. These are all people I, I don't, I'm not just bringing in as like, bands I like they're also like acquaintances that are like putting in work in their scene like Pete Mouton from Mouton is like out there booking tours for other bands playing tours like so I'm I, that's that's what a lot of these bands are to me too is just like kind of uh one big 
family gathering in a way. But so if you see Sean during any of these sets, please buy him a drink so we can have <laughs> more fun and not stress out so much. Yeah, people uh, tend to see me stress out, so uh, I don't know if alcohol is going to help in that okay, moment. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that then. <laughs> Get him a water. Yeah, I probably would need a water more. No, but yeah, come hang out on my birthday. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. which, 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 which night of the fest is? The, the last birthday? one. Yeah. So oh, nice. that's, I kind of planned great, it that yeah. way. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, that's the night I can kind of relax. Like, if I make it to night three, <laughs> it, it happened. So, yeah. And if you, if you die in the middle of your fest, like, that's a, that's a way to go out, right? Then you can write something about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And, oh, man, I've, I meant to touch on it earlier when we were talking Man of Record stuff. I did forget. the. You're good. You had the the shorts weather uh, tape oh, yeah. that you did put out too that I think people should know about. Yeah, and you you had the release show for it recently, but I guess if you wanted to say anything about that, um, well, it, that was that was a interesting experience because that was a little bit more like personally connected than the Moxis Moxis fundraiser we did. Um, I knew Bennett, I know the Joneses, uh, and. Uh, a lot of people I know are were also very much closer than I am, uh, and we just wanted to ha- try to help in any way we could. And we so we organized it to where we did some work with Speak Up KC, uh, so we were able to raise them some money, and we were able to give the Jones family quite a bit of amount, amount of money because of uh, the people were just so generous that were at that show. Everybody that was there cared, and it was just a really cool experience. Mm. But. Uh, I don't have any more of those cassettes because they were. That's the first time I've ever sold out of cassettes in one night that I got them. But uh, that's actually an interesting thing too because Pat Kaiser is, and that's where Manor Records is really kind of like a collective because it's it's ran by me and a gentleman named Taylor McHenry who is my like cassette guy, but also it's ran by Skyler, Rochelle, Rachel Mallon. Pat Kaiser is going to take over our fundraising section because he was like personally connected with a lot of that and sees that we can keep doing things like this for not just for like the local scene but like for just people you know what i mean uh but yeah, no, oh, yeah. He, he was a huge help in that though and that tape is like what what is the collection of songs that's on that tape? yeah it was so uh pat kaiser and josiah hunter and uh, Davey, I don't know your last name, Davey, I'm sorry, used to be in a band called Shorts Weather, Weather with Bennett, uh, and uh, it's apparently a bunch of demos that they had tracked in, like, little clips and, like, uh, outtakes uh, from just, like, their band practice and their time as a band. And it, online it has more tracks on their Bandcamp page than it, we were able to fit on the cassette. So if you want to listen to it, it is on uh, Shorts Weather's Bandcamp page, uh, just uh, available to stream. But yeah, no, that was that was uh, cool to be a part of. It was more like it, it feels good when events are not about Manor Records. You know what I mean? It was like cool to just be able to like allow that to be about that. You know what I mean? I don't know. That was just a uh, hopefully more stuff like that to help people in the future. So yeah, is uh, is there anything else we didn't touch on that you want to make <sighs> note of? I don't know. I didn't write down. I didn't should have. I don't know. Uh, I think that's that's it. I'm gonna keep you busy. I'm I'm just gonna keep rolling after Manifest. Hopefully, we can get in 
to some more releases. Uh, R.I. Peter's cassette comes out July 5th. Mm-hmm. So that's our next like release as a label. Um, Mama's Boy is kind of plotting uh, another full release. Hopefully. That's, a, that's definitely like the plan as a group. But um, our drummer's welcoming in a little boy to his life here in the next month, which we're ecstatic about. And uh, we're going to let him get settled first before we make any moves on that. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, I, well, th- I just thank you. Oh, yeah. I, then I enjoy this. Oh, of course. <laughs> and people can follow uh, at ShuttlecockMag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out ShuttlecockMusic.com for the articles and everything. Uh, ShuttlecockMag.BigCartel.com for all of the merch. Got t-shirts, photos, zines, and buttons. Uh, look out for the shows we have booked coming up. We have... Uh, Jackal from Florida, Hardcore Punk, on June 4th at the Middle East with Prude and Tremenda Venganza. Uh, we also have Tim Buchanan from OKC, f- formerly of, well, I'm not sure, of, of Cherry Death, um, playing with Chloe Jacobson and Kaleidoscope oh, hell yeah. at uh, June 16th at the Snake Tank. And we have, on June 22nd, Creeping Death with Fuming Mouth, Hammerhead, and Tremenda Venganza at Sister Anne's cool hardcore and death metal show and some other shows to be announced soon uh where can people find manor records and manor fest information on the internet um definitely the main source of information i'm going to try to make it is the website uh, manorrecords.com but we will be we have all the socials uh instagram twitter and facebook to keep you updated uh there's an event already posted for the festival, so if you want any like direct updates, that might be a good place to go. But uh, yeah, or you can, you know, Facebook message me. I guess if you have a question, mm-hmm. it, it, that's an I, I guess yeah. an option. So and uh, find <laughs> uh, Mama's Boy on streaming yeah. services. We're we're up there, uh, and it's M O M M A. Just for anybody that looks us up, it's not M A M A. I, easily confused I've learned to say that Chris Hangarian was like you have to spell it out because that's a weird way to spell mama and I was like I don't think it's a weird way to spell mama so I think it's weird <laughs> no, I, but now I, I, I do it every time because he does it and I'm like <laughs> damn it he's right <laughs> but no, that's that's basically what's going on so, well yeah. I'm excited for the fest and I think it'll just be a, a grand old time grand old time Yes. But yeah, thanks for being on the show today. Appreciate you. Cool.